Hello and welcome to Block Solid Podcast, where we talk about the evolution of the property market as well as the blockchain technologies, the newest tech that enhances and revolutionizes the world of real estate as we know it, and how we, the owners, the buyers, the renters, the technologists, the investors, the entrepreneurs can benefit from it all. I'm Yael Tamar, CEO and co-founder of SolidBlock, a pioneer startup in real estate organization. And I'd like to welcome a very special guest and my friend, Yael hernandez Oaknin. Hi, Yael. Hello, Yael. How are you doing? Fantastic. Thank you very much for the invitation. Absolutely. I'm actually very, very excited what you guys are doing. I want to hear more today on this podcast about Token City, about your path to what you're doing today, your background, you know, what brought you to blockchain and so on. So without further ado, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, your experience? I know that you've been in tech, which is also very exciting. I'm, I get very excited about women in tech. You know, you have a degree in management of technology. You've been working in the both sides of capital, um, you know, and high tech. So tell us a little bit where you where you came from. Yeah, well, um, originally I am uh, I am an engineer. So I studied engineering and I started working like that. Um, slowly, I was working in more consulting projects and uh, innovation, then technology, and then uh, startups, and then investment, <laughs> and then blockchain. <laughs> gotcha. So that was the path. And now there is a lot of new war. I mean, of opportunities that I see that are opening up with all this uh, world of tokenization of financial assets is incredible. All the applications that are emerging every day, uh, well, it's wonderful. So as an engineer, when you saw blockchain for the first time, when was that and did that click to you instantly that, you know, this is going to be the tech for me? Well, years ago, many years ago that, you know, when you started uh, exploring and everything, but when I decided to, to, to start using blockchain in my own company, it was about uh, at the end of uh, 2018. Okay. Uh, at that time, I, I saw I, I was creating a crowdfunding platform at that time, and I saw that the Istio was the evolution of the, the natural evolution of crowdfunding. Uh -huh. So I I decided to start, I mean, uh, with the regulators and everything, asking them to use my regulated platform to issue STOs. So that was the, the first time that I started applying the technology to my, to my business. I understand. So you're from Spain and you were, you were born in Spain as well? I was, yes. So now when you realized you want to do STOs and you started, you know, researching the regulation, I guess at that point there wasn't that much, right? So oh, yeah. it wasn't the specific directive of the Spanish or the EU regulator. This is how you should do raises on the blockchain and you were building the crowdfunding platform. How did that conversation go with the regulators? Yeah, it was really very interesting because at that time, um, well, crypto was like just after the the i mean the downs of uh, icos and it was a moment that uh, crypto were scams and whatever you know yeah. so um, the conversation with the regulator was okay we have a license to issue values securities so why can't we uh, use this already i mean license to keep issuing these same securities but we are going to tokenize those securities so it is that um, we are not going to make anything different than what we have already, as a, I mean, we have been licensed to, 
we are just uh, providing a, a ledger of technology above the license to give the investors the, the, the rights in a new format that, that is going to, to help them to make other many things uh, related to liquidity and all, all the benefits related to keeping your rights in tokens instead of in a, a paper contract. Right. Right. So, so the conversation were in this way, and um, and they say, okay, if the if the token represent exactly the same kind of security that you are issuing through the through the platform, that's fine. Uh -huh. Gotcha. So they just okay. So they just said, okay, this is fine. This is good. Did they find any precedents in Europe, or you know, did they look for anything? Being, I've been talking with the regulator in the European Union, and they see that a crowdfunding platform is a natural vehicle to to issue STOs, but I don't know why many other platforms are not doing that. We are the only platform, the crowdfunding platform in Spain that are tokenizing the, their investment. I, I think that people think it's not in, it's not legal. So, so I think that there is more regulatory barriers uh, also in the mind of many operators than really are. Oh, okay. That's okay. a very interesting point. Yeah. <laughs> that that in general, you know, you, you guys just kind of dove into it. You as a technologist, you know, saw in the saw the opportunity and trusted the tech, you know, and uh, and then went for it. But it's also surprising that the regulators were relatively open. But in general, you guys have a, a license. I guess the most important thing in compliance is that investors are solicited properly. And you guys are already licensed to do that. So we also were really very surprised that the regulator was so open to that because mm -hmm. the process for the crowdfunding was slow and not so easy. And in this case, with blockchain, I think that they are they are being much more open. Yeah. So I, I really was surprised that they say, okay, if the if the token represents exactly the kind of security that you are issuing. Uh, yes, you can do it. So there is a first uh, open window to start working with. And what about cryptocurrencies? Are you guys allowed to accept cryptocurrencies? Not in this regulated platform. It's also allowed to issue securities. Yeah. Uh, so, but as I said, this was the beginning. After that, we realized that this war of crypto, the digital asset was much bigger. So then we created Token City. And Token City provides the, the whole infrastructure for managing all these tokenized assets. And there, we accept cryptocurrencies. Amazing. There, we accept. Okay. So, but can you connect the two? Are you able to accept sure. the currencies from retail investors in exchange for securities? Yes. The, what we have created in Token City is the infrastructure to create any kind of tokens. I mean, I mean, we program the smart contracts, whatever. And then we, we help the, the companies to manage these tokenized assets. And the most, I mean, innovative part is that we have created a marketplace, mm -hmm. a marketplace in which the investors can buy and sell the, the, the tokens. Uh -huh. So the way in which we do that is that we, we help our clients to create their own private markets on token city. Yeah. So. In the private market, they trade with their own tokens, any kind of, I mean, the tokens they are working with, not us, there. Yeah. Okay. No, I understand. So you're giving them the platform to issue their own uh, securities. So, okay. But, but again, can, can their investors come and invest in cryptocurrencies and do you have an infrastructure to accept crypto? Well, what I, this is what I try to tell you. The investors can enter token city, can, uh, can look for the private markets. Uh -huh. Enter the private market and buy the, the assets there, the crypto there. So, yes, 
but uh, we are not listing the token. We are listing the the operators. Okay, yeah. we're listing the operators that trade with their tokens. Just okay. to be clear, we are not an exchange of crypto of, of, of cryptocurrencies. We are listing private private tokens. It can be utility, it can be security, mostly securities. But, but but they it is not like we are an exchange where you can buy Bitcoin or Ether or whatever. Of you course. can pay with those currencies. But okay, not so I can come with purpose. Bitcoin. I can come with Bitcoin and pay with that. Perfect. Okay. Mm -hmm. And okay. And 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 again the regulators are good with the crypto as well. Uh, the, this is a peer-to-peer -peer market, so this is a peer-to-peer -peer around the operator. So mm -hmm. it is like we tokenize, let's say, equity from companies. Again, we are putting a ledger of technology on the process that already the market is doing. Okay, that's that's really interesting. Is there so is so this is a centralized environment or a decentralized environment? No, de decentralized. Interesting. Very very cool. Okay, <laughs> what has the response been so far? Team, the market is really very interested. Uh, for the we launched a token city in 2020, and at the end of the year, and and at the beginning we got a lot of interest from companies uh, interested in issuing STOs. And now, I mean, the middle of the year, we are getting a lot of interest, most from institutions that want to enter this world, want to explore, want to see how they can tokenize their assets, how can they can build liquidity solutions, even connected with DeFi. They, I think they are still really far, but they are starting exploring uh, this kind of solution. Of solution. Yeah. So you brought DeFi. Are you guys connected uh, to any DeFi instruments? The not yet, not yet, but we are working with some of them. For example, we are working with Florin MakerDAO, for example, to be able to, to put the security token as collateral. We have also uh, in conversations with balancers to use the protocols to to provide more liquidity to our clients. Okay, that's amazing. So hopefully using DeFi tools to facilitate liquidity in the market and sure. then connecting the institutions that are you know obviously looking for, for that because they're experiencing a lot of the drain of resources. You now people are taking their money out of pension funds and putting it into crypto. So the natural evolution is to not have them take it out, but instead manage that money in their behalf, right? And that's exactly, really exactly. Yeah. Even there are some institutions that are already considering, but here, a financial institution letting their clients uh, invest in in digital assets. Yeah. So uh, they don't have the, already the the market solution, but they are they are working on that. Like uh, banks, I mean, uh, considering offering that kind of product to their clients, yeah. because. Um, is natural. It's going to happen, I think. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And they don't want to miss out. I think like yeah. this market is definitely governed by FOMO, fear mm -hmm. of missing out. So, and I think that uh, um, you're ahead of the game, and it's amazing. I love what you guys are doing, and I I hope that you know uh, the European institutions are going to be. Uh, as quick as some of the U.S. institutions, in fact, there are quite a few now that are jumping on board and at least allowing um, some staking products, you know, stablecoin products that have already been allowed. Um, in the United States, uh, five days ago, uh, there was a directive from the SEC to the federal credit unions uh, to allow them to uh, provide a service for, for their members to invest in cryptocurrencies. 
which I thought was major, major news, which was kind of overlooked by the crypto market. Um, but, you know, when, when you get to that level, the federal credit unions can now invest, uh, you know, allow, allow their users to invest in crypto, it becomes, you know, it becomes mainstream, in my opinion. Uh, or at least that's basically a signal. The government says crypto is safe, right, to a certain extent. I agree, um, completely agree, yeah. Yeah. So I hope that the, that Europe also gets on board, although in many ways Europe is a, is a little bit a, a ahead of the U.S. Um, with with certain with certain developments. Um, so what about your company, Token City? That's so. How many how many people are you? You know what 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 is the makeup of the company? What are your goals for twenty twenty two? Yeah. Well, our goal is develop is completely developing the the marketplace yeah. that I mentioned you uh, first um, I mean attracting operators uh -huh. working in a private market and then working in a public in public markets in 20, in 22 we will open the marketplace so that investors can enter token city to find the operator and to buy the token now it's private markets okay yeah so this is the one of the main goal for for 22 uh, regarding the team we are 11 percent <laughs> Uh, more than half are the technical team. Amazing. And, and then, well, the other, I mean, communications, uh, operations, and yeah. me. Amazing, amazing. Okay, and what do, you, what do you think about specifically the real estate market and the tokenization of real estate vis-a-vis -vis maybe other types of assets? Where do you think is the biggest potential and, and where is it going to go? I think there is a great opportunity to to use those assets as collateral. I think that uh, the tokenizing tokenizing real estate uh, to to let these secure assets to be used as collateral in all these DeFi protocols can be a very 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 interesting uh, application. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I think as a base asset. Um, you know, as a way to keep some of your portfolio stable, mm -hmm. and it is probably the prevailing asset, you know, the real estate. And it's always been, and, and I think that's going to be its role in the DeFi space. But um, adding DeFi products on top of already yielding product, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. real estate, can actually double the yield in certain circumstances. So, um, you know, I think it's, uh, I think it's uh, definitely the future, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, so, and I think that we have a great opportunity to work together, you with your sure. infrastructure, and you know we're planning to put a few assets on Token City, and uh, we're working on that. And I think that in 2022, we're going to see a lot of uh, interesting news coming out of both 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 of our companies um, and the successful cooperation. Um, so tell me a little bit about your personal, let's say, hobbies and activities. If you have any free time, do you have any? interesting thing that you do <laughs> well it's difficult these times to have free time because I, i'm so passionate about that that anytime that i have free time i start reading more things more and more things but no well uh, being with family and friends and traveling and i mean i would like to make more sport <laughs> yeah. yeah all of us so what are you reading? What do you recommend for us to read to get more, you know, more information, news and ideas? I I participate in forums, for example. I mean, it's like uh, continuously people sharing information uh, in the Internet. And there is not a specific, let's say, uh, read that book or read this other or 
but I mean, these kind of forums, people sharing information and sharing news and entering and, and, and being, I mean, updated on, on new things. This is what I recommend because it's going to be much more agile than, uh, than well, if you, if you want to go to the basics, yes, you can take a, a, a book about blockchain and about uh, DeFi and about whatever, all these. There are a lot of, a lot of books yeah. on that. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, I, we, I also browse Discord groups regularly you know especially about nfts and about regulation and you know all the all yeah. the whatsapp and telegram groups that we have from different mm -hmm. industries for sure to follow but i yeah i definitely really like discord for you know all the tech talk and just getting getting yeah. the new news about the blo different blockchains out there you know a lot of times you know people are asking what is your what are, what are your tokens on and like, do you have any other plans, you know, and so on and so forth. So definitely, definitely technical knowledge. Uh, that's not something that you can even pick up on the news sites, right? So, you know, we, we recently went on a quest to evaluate the new, new blockchain for a uh, permission layer that we're building on SolidBlock, you know, and we had to go and evaluate 20 or 30 different layer one blockchains, layer one, mm -hmm. the, you know, a basic one like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana you know, um, uh, and so on and so forth. So, uh, so what about your tech? So you guys are using Ethereum or do you have any other plans? You know, what, what is Yeah, that? we started using Ethereum. Now we are, uh, we are using Polygon okay. most of the time All right. uh, for fees <laughs> mainly. <laughs> okay. So, but you guys are not connecting to, I guess, to any other secondary markets. I guess you're built in sort of a DEX, like a decentralized exchange within your system. We are we are connecting. We are starting um, uh, signing agreements with other uh, markets that are emerging, and also with aggregator. Uh, for example, we're having conversation with STO market yeah. and conversation with exchange, also security token exchange that are emerging in Singapore or in. Yeah. But it is also, uh, I mean, um, you know, in security tokens, not in in, in cryptocurrency. There are a lot of exchanges, yeah. but in security tokens. For regulatory reasons, there are so few spaces where you can, uh, I mean, trade the, the the tokens. So we have to build that and also to connect with all the solutions that are in the market. I understand. I understand. All right. Yeah. So that's definitely a, an important component because you know most of them use still use Ethereum. So I guess if we yeah. have to connect, uh, you either use some sort of an interoperability solution, right, in order to connect. If you're building a smart contract on Polygon. And yeah, most of them still use Ethereum. So what is the solution for that? It's they are completely comp compatible. I mean, okay. it is the same. Yeah. It's the same infrastructure? Okay. Is it, well, it's the same. You, you create the smart contract in, mm -hmm. in, in Ethereum and the same smart contract are valid in, are valid in Polygon. So we are using the same uh, mm. smart contracts. Okay. 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 That's, that's interesting. That's very good to know. All right, fantastic, Yael. So, um, you know, it's been great having you on. Do you have any words of wisdom for us? Thank you very much for the interview. And I hope that SolidBlock keep working as well as you are doing now and keep growing and you tokenize all the, all the real estate in the world. <laughs> Thank you. And that we can work together and make amazing things I together. Appreciate, I appreciate that. Thank you for joining me on Block Solid Podcast. Great having you with us. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or by visiting our website at solidblog.co slash podcast. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate and review and spread the word. Thanks for listening and see you next time.